Uh, good day, good day to you. It's a great day here in the Black Hills of South Dakota. We thank God for uh, all the things that are here for all of us to enjoy uh, right at this time. So welcome to the broadcast. Today, uh, there'll be some uh, things that I believe will encourage you to move on and to, to bring us uh, in the perspective of where we're at right now in Jesus' name. So we thank you for it. Thank you for the Lord for uh, encouraging you in your heart to listen today. I thank you for the anointing on my own life to bring forth the Word of God so we all can hear and grow in Jesus' name. Because faith does come by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So guess what? If we want our faith to grow, we want to hear good things. And if I were here and you were right here and I'd say, say that with me, say we want good things to go into our heart and our lives in Jesus' name. Because if we sow good things in, good things will come out. Amen? And it'll do uh, a lot to encourage our life. So I shared a few things here recently. I've talked about covenants. I've, I've talked about encouragement. I've talked about a number of things. But you know, when you talk about covenants, uh, it, it almost gets like that's a really a difficult subject. But it's not that difficult. It's just that what God planned for you. That's what the covenant's all about. Uh, we talk about the Abrahamic covenant. We talk about Noah's covenant. We talk about several things. But also, there's a covenant, I believe, in my heart, along with many, many others, that when they set the first cross on the East Coast in 1607 and dedicated this land to the Lord Jesus Christ, to me, that was a covenant. Now, what's a covenant mean with God? That means if He said it, it's yours. You just have to step into it. God doesn't change, doesn't change His mind, doesn't change His mind at all. Uh, he's a God that never changes. And when He lays down covenants and He opens things up to you, then they're yours if you want to go after them. You know, anything in your life, if you want it, you have to go after it. You know, if you want food, uh, physical food, you have to do something. You either have to go to the store where they sell it or you have to raise it. And it's the same with the Word of God. You have to go find that Word. And what do I believe my place is in that? I, I believe my place is to help take you to that Word that will help you. Covenants have to do, God's covenants all have to do with the wholeness of your whole life. Spirit, soul, and body. That includes healing, not only of your physical body, but also your mental uh, things, all every organ, every tissue of your body, you want them to per, operate the perfunction, <laughs> perfection which God created them to function. So, and prosperity. God is so interested in your prosperity. You know, I was listening to some things the other day, and I know it's, you know, in the church, church world, you know, there's certain people out there say, well, uh, God doesn't want us to be rich. He, he wants us to be poor. And, and I heard an interesting slant on that. You know, in the Old Testament, God always wanted to bless his people with money and health and healing and favor. That's the Old Testament, the Old Covenant. Why would he not want us to have the same things in the New Covenant? So with that, I'll kick this off a little bit in Jesus' name. And I just thank the Lord for it. Uh, and... Uh, talk about a couple of scriptures just to, just to share them with you today. Uh, and, you know, one of them I uh, thought of or saw rise up to me today was in Matthew 16 and starting at verse 18. And, of course, the preface of this is at this point in the gospel, 
Jesus hadn't really become obvious to every people, everyone who he was. And at this point in the gospel, he was asking his disciples who he was. And Peter rose up and said, Thou art the Christ, uh, Son of living God, and so on. And then Jesus said in verse 18, I'm jumping fast into this because the bottom line, he said, I, I say unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon the rock of this revelation of who I am, I will build the church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Okay, then uh, in verse 19, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you bind and loose uh, in heaven shall be loosed in earth, and so on and so forth. So, point is, what is this? Talking about a gate. And I, I, as I saw that, looked at that, I began to see a gate. You know, if, if, you, uh, if you're a rancher, farmer, anybody in agriculture, you know what a gate is. It's a gate that stops something or opens up, releases something. And so when you think about that, uh, some of you maybe aren't in agriculture, but you still have an idea about a gate. It, it's called a door then. That door can be closed or it can be opened. And, but Jesus said, because of who he was and what he was, by his blood, he created a covenant for you to walk through those gates. Walk through every kind of a gate. What kind of a gate? Every kind of a gate that would open you up to everything God ever planned for you in your life. You, you were predestined for an adoption into every good thing that God has. So, you know, in saying that, I say like, well, you may have a challenge today. You may have a challenge. It might be physical. A lot of people have physical challenges today. They do. A lot of people. If that weren't the case, we wouldn't have a trillion-dollar health industry out there. A lot of people are suffering financially. Why is that? Well, one of the things we have, we shouldn't say it this way, but we have a, a body right now called government and the way they're operating that is stealing from you, and you know it. I'm not talking to somebody that's not knowing right now that there's something wrong where we live. There's things going on in our finances that are out of, seemingly out of our control. So what do Sandy and I do? We've, we've gone ahead with that, and we've spent a lot of time through all these many years learning what giving and receiving and tithing and blessing and speaking over our finances because we found out that that's a way to not only build our faith, but it's to fortify us against anything a government would do. And this, I might be speaking to you in, in several foreign countries because I know I do. And you may have that same situation. One of my very, very good friends in the gospel is in a faraway land where they're, I mean, they have dictatorship that won't quit. They, 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 uh, they but they're thriving. <laughs> and in the midst of all the warfare, they're raising up uh, other believers they're creating ministries out there where i mean they almost have to be guarded every day that they preach the gospel but guess what the word of god is fortifying them that when you when you make jesus the lord of your life let me say it this way you say jesus i want you to be my lord you know what you just did you just opened the gate to every blessing god has before you did that it wasn't open to you now, how do, how do I prove that? Well, let's talk about um, um, another scripture that I thought was pretty cool in Ephesians 5.15. I don't know if I'm getting there or not, but what I know my job is 
is even if it's today or little by little, to help you walk through all these challenges that we have this day, because they're multiplied right now. They really are, but guess what? God has a way of pulling us all through those, but we have to do it with... Now, here in uh, chapter Ephesians chapter 5, and I'm jumping down to verse 15, which says, See then that you walk circumspe circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. And you could say amen to that, couldn't you? Okay. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. So we want to know what the will of the Lord is. Well, he says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you'd prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. There's some will. But also we found out with, with, um, with anything to do with finances or healing, there's, there's words that cover that. No, let's go back here. So then let us walk circumspectly. What's that mean? Let's pay attention to what's around us. You know, we, we can get real spiritual with this or we can stop and say, wait a minute. Am I trying to hide from the truth of what's going on economically in my land? Am I trying to just kind of cover that up by maybe, uh, you know, I don't feel like facing this today. I think maybe I'll go have a party or maybe I'll just go to a movie or do something. I don't want to face where we're at today. That, that's not how you pull it out. You don't have to be burdened by that. But you see, he said, don't uh, to walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. In other words, he wants you to recognize where we're at. Because if we do, then we've got a way to pull it out uh, and redeeming the time because the days are evil. Yes, sir. Uh, things are a little dark out there, but guess what? There's a lot of life out there, too. Uh, and so, wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. That's why I really want to focus on this. What is the will of the Lord? I'm telling you. The, the will of the Lord is for you to prosper and be in health. The will of the Lord is if you have uh, physical ailments, uh, you know, you can just begin to see some scriptures about that. Not only, not only in 1 Peter 2.24, I could grab so many pictures, but it's by his stripes that we were healed. When? 2,000 years ago. The uh, Bible says that it, the, the, uh, Jesus went about led by the Holy Spirit doing good, healing all that were oppressed to the devil. He healed them all. It says he took our infirmities and bare our diseases or took our infirmities and cured our diseases. And we start saying that in Jesus' name. We begin to see something that he left something available to us to, to redeem our bodies. And, and that's kind of where Sandy and I are, have been for years and years. But when there's an area that we see that we need a little help in, a little strength, we go back and find a whole bunch of scriptures that will deal with that. Well, is that, uh, is that walking circumspectly? Well, yes, because it's telling us there is a problem out there. We can't just go bury our heads in, our, in the sand. And a lot of Christians do that. They just said, well, I don't want to hear about it. Well, uh, okay, you don't want to hear about it, but you see... God has an answer for you when you do hear about it. And all you have to do is say, Lord, I need an answer to this. I want to redeem the time. Uh, you know, I think about that a lot. Sure, we've been in the Word a long time, but then there's areas uh, I've kind of let slide a little bit because I maybe did think that was priority. Then all of a sudden there's a challenge. What do I do? You do. You go grab some of that. Why? Because you want to know this one thing. God wants your whole body blessed. 
your whole finances blessed, your whole family blessed. Now let's talk about that gate just a minute. Uh, when we talk about that gate, the Jesus Christ gate, that he died for you, he shed his blood for you, he brought you into a new covenant. Uh, you know, in, in uh, Ephesians 2, uh, verse 50, 18, it says, but through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. See, you, that's a gate. Once you make Jesus the Lord of your life, you walk through a gate where you have fellowship by the Holy Spirit. Now this gets into a lot of things, but you see, that's our guide. It's just like this message today. However it comes out, however it sounds, the Holy Spirit gave me this as a track for you to grow in His love for you. And the, and, and the other thing about it, you know, in Colossians, it says that want to make Jesus the Lord of our life, we are translated into a different kingdom. I want you to see yourself right now today. And a lot of you are already Christians, have been for a long time. Some of you are going to make Jesus the Lord of your life this day. I want you to just get a mental picture of when you walk up and you said, Jesus, be my Lord. I want you to see that yourself, that gate just flies open. And you are all of a sudden in the blessings of God. You're in a new kingdom. You're in the kingdom of heaven. The Bible declares this in Jesus' name. You're just right there, right now, with every privilege that can be had by a believer. You say, well, I'm, I'm really not so good. I've got a lot of sin. No, no, he took care of that. He redeemed you from that. He forgave you for all that stuff. It was part of walking through that gate. I'm looking at, around here, and I see places at gates. Uh, those gates are open to you. Those gates are open to you. So praise God. Uh, and he said that again in Matthew 16. I want you to think about it. He said the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Well, you know, if you've listened, to, you know you're the church, part of the body of Christ. I won't get into the explanation of that. But when you think the gates of hell shall not prevail against the revelation of Jesus Christ being your Lord, I looked at those gates. It's not about hell altogether. It's about everything of darkness that could come after you this day. And Jesus said, you know what? He's not going to allow that. He's not going to allow you those gates of darkness to come over your life today. He's going to, you, you can force it, say, Jesus, I want everything you have for me today. And I'm willing to change my life because, you know, it talks about redeeming the time. Hey, I want to speed it up. I want to speed my knowledge of him up. I want to grow more. I want it to happen now. So in Jesus' name, am I getting somewhere with this? Is this making any sense at all to you? I believe it is. I believe you're seeing a possibility for you to move on with your life this day. Because I want you to move on with your life this day. I want you to start looking at our everything about our nation right now that seems like it's under attack. I want you to see yourself prospering in, in all this because that's a promise of God. He, he's always prospered his people in times of famine, always had food for him, always. You know, uh, just as a personal testimony, Sandy and I, for 40-some years with the Lord, there's been times that things got pretty sparse, whether you believe it or not. But, you know, as I tell everybody, and I mean, I'm pretty open about some of the things that happened for us along the way with bad decisions or whatever, uh, grown out of some things. But I said, you know, there's one thing about this. I said, I've never, my children have never missed a meal. 
and my children have never had to sleep outside unless they wanted to just for the fun of it in the summertime in a tent. Never. God has always made a way for us, and he wants to make a way for you. But why don't you look to him, not at your circumstance, not to look at all the things the devil has in mind. And a lot of people want to talk about all that. I'm not going to give him any glory because he's a defeated foe. In closing, I just want to remind you of a, a scripture in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, because this gives you a clue. It says, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly and pray God for your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord. Now, what that says to me is God is interested in your entire being, everything about you. The spirit man, when you're born again, you, you've crossed that gate into heavenly things. I mean, you've opened the gate to every blessing possible that he has. You just have to go find him. And with with my help and other teachers help you find it and meditating the word day and night. Your soul, he wants your soul. He wants your mind thinking along the lines of the word of God. You know, it takes work. Yeah, you have to do it. You have to put it in there. And then the body. He wants your body whole and healed. Don't don't buy this stuff that all passed away and all that. No, uh, well, all that passed away is ignorance. Uh, he wants you whole spirit, soul, and body. Hey, love you. God bless you. I want you to have a blessed day today. I want you to think about some of these things and, and just see how your life can grow. Walk, just see yourself walking into that gate of blessing right now, that gate of wonderful things, because remember, God's on the other. If, I, if you haven't walked through that gate yet, God's on the other side waiting for you. Not I'm not talking about heaven. I'm talking about the, right now the new kingdom. I mean, the God of this universe, Elohim, the great most high God, waiting to take you in to take all those covenants with you, all the great things that Jesus planned for you. So God bless you. Love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.